What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. On my high school team, we have five guys make the NBA. We had the county rocking. It's the mecca of basketball. There are those who come before us upon whose shoulders we stand. It's nothing that you can do to stop a competitive edge. It's just in the water. Welcome back to a special quarantine edition. We got a real special guest. What's up with your Brody with the virtual handshake? I'm going to tell y'all something that I never told nobody. I want all the smoke. Welcome back to a special quarantine edition of All the Smoke. Hall Jack, of Fame edition. Hall of Fame edition, huh? Ooh. How are you? I'm good, my boy. How are you? Nah, man, I can't call it. You mean just trying to uh, give the people what they want? That's it? Huh, that's it. That's all we do. Man, we got a great... Great, great, great guest. Someone you guys have been asking for since the beginning. You know what? He might, he might be. He, he might have been the most requested since we started bull, this show. We, on, no especially bullshit. on IGs, he's definitely been the most requested. Yeah. So I mean, without further ado, we're gonna get into everything. But introduce Hall of Famer uh, Tracy McGrady. Man, thanks for thanks for spending some time with us, bro. Man, ah. any, anytime, brother. I gotta get in we studio with y'all. It. Yeah, and, 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 anytime I see T Mac, I automatically got to do this, Matt. <sighs> the hang dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I got to work on that. That's the king of the hang uh, dribble. Just the hang. The hezzy, the hezzy pull up, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then, man. not to mention, he'll hezzy you, but then once he jumps, the nigga jumps as high as you possibly can on a jump shot, so there's no way you could possibly block this shit. This shit is insane. He'll hazard you and then yeah. take off into space and shoot a jumper. <laughs> shit is crazy. Man, I appreciate y'all boys, man. Y'all being the uh, boys man. for the real ones out there, man. Y'all doing great things. Yeah, we appreciate that, man. Thank <clears throat> man, you for joining us. Appreciate you coming like on, you bro. No doubt. Um, present day, man. I mean, Jack spoke on the fortress you live in. How are you and the family holding up during these times where it's just you and the fam? We good, like, man. Can, can, uh, Casa Mac. Casa Mac. <laughs> I'm a, how, big, I'm a, how big is that shit, Jack? 
well, he was, he was just saying hello to somebody like they were sitting next to him, but they didn't even get walking to the gate of the house yet. They still outside <laughs> on the street. <laughs> nah, man, you know what? It's uh, I, I'm a homebody anyway, man. I, I love to be home with my family, and uh, I have four kids, uh, wife, and uh, it's uh, for, for me, I, I tell you, it, it's, it's a great thing for my kids because it's making kids who are very extremely privileged and have everything that they could get their hands on from toys to, uh, you know, four-wheelers, anything of, of entertainment, it's making them revert back to the days when we grew up. Mm-hmm. They got to go outside now and be creative. My kids is riding bikes around the neighborhood, going down to the pond, throwing rocks in the pond. My girls out, my, my girls out in the driveway. You know, got the chalk and and, and writing in the in the driveway. They outside with their little uh, little pellet gun shoot. Bro, my kids ain't never did that because yeah, they they yeah, on the video yeah. games. And they just got other yeah. other entertainment. But now, bro, mm-hmm. you know you got to go outside. You got to create games, and that's what my, that's what we used to do. No, yeah. we no, we out we out in the I'm on five acres, bro. We out in the yard playing wiffle ball. <laughs> Never did that. <laughs> Never. Wiffle ball. That's what's up. You gotta be creative around here. Gotta time, be creative, man. bro. And I love it. No, that's good. We, we spoke on it. I mean, it, it just really gives you a chance to slow down. Even us as adults, I mean, you, you're still working post-career. We get on that hamster wheel, we start rolling. You know what I mean? And as much we're fathers, we're, we're you know, some of us are married, whatnot. We still have so many other commitments, but now that we're off that wheel, because all we could really do is nothing, you mean? We kind of take doing nothing, you know what I mean? It, you find the simplicity and just appreciating the small <clears throat> things that we're in such a hurry for, we always miss. No doubt, and for everybody, it, this has affected everybody. So right. mm-hmm. a lot of people are on the go constantly, right? On the go every day when we, were, when we had some normalcy. Now that we're in this, you got so much time to think, to strategize, to do whatever it is, to create a plan moving forward. Like if you don't come out of this with a new skill, uh, a, mm. a, a new a new plan to execute for a business or something like that, then you just you lack discipline, bro. Yeah, you lack discipline, bro. I mean, we got all the time in the world to to sit back and and, and formulate a plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. How do you think that the NBA handled the whole situation? I personally thought like shit got real once we realized that the NBA was gonna postpone the season. What were your thoughts on that? Nah, we uh, Adam Silver. I, I think Ali does the best job when there are crises, there are situations like this, and we step out front and make sure uh, we take care of our game, we take care of the league and the players, and they do a great job of that. And I was, you know. Once everybody was canceled, you look at the NCAA, they still playing games. But I like, I was confused. Mm-hmm. I, thought this, I thought the shit was a rerun when I was watching the game in Madison Square Garden when everything had ceased and NCAA mm-hmm. is still playing games. We're like, come on, bro. See, that's the problem right there. We get Adam and our league get out in front of everything and make sure they take care of our players. Mm-hmm. Special with that. Lot. Leading yep. the way. Obviously, uh, congratulations first and foremost with your 2017 Hall of Fame nod. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yes, sir. That my boy. Talk to us about that, man. I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was uh, 
you know, the first to be nominated for it was an incredible thing. I mean, we played a game to win championships, and mm-hmm. I never really got that opportunity to win a championship, never been on a championship team. You know, you in, in our sport or in sports period, you know, you have that window. And my window that I had was in Orlando teaming up with a Grand Hill. What I was able to do without another all-star in Orlando was, I mean, it was phenomenal to even it make was. it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. But if I had Grant Hill, I'm playing for a championship. There's no doubt about no question. that. No so question. that that window for me to win a championship was gone. So I go to Houston and I do my thing, but it was a lot of injuries. Those four years that I, I, I put in work in Orlando, it, it really took a toll on me once I got to Houston. I gave some great years in Houston, but mm-hmm. by the time I got to a team where we was going to be a championship contending team when we added run our test, I was done. So I never mm-hmm. had that opportunity. So going through my career and then to get that, that nomination for a Hall of Fame, I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is a, my reward that, you know, I'm able to uh, look back on and, and be happy and excited about sitting in my house. They called me on a Thursday and was like, we're going to call you Monday to let you know because I was a finalist. It was like, we're going to call you on Monday and let you know whether you made it or not at mm. 12 o'clock. So Monday morning what rolls was it? around. What was that? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What, what, what was Friday and Saturday and Sunday like? Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, it's like, I couldn't eat, man. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't eat, bro. Right. I couldn't eat. I ain't have no appetite. Dang. You know what I mean? Because it was Dang. on my mind heavy. I was nervous as right. hell. I ain't even going to lie. So right. I'm like, Dang, okay. Bro, right on the dot, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, my phone rang and I see call ID and it says Nate Smith Basketball Hall of Fame. And ah. I'm home by myself, right? And he was like, I just want to let you know that you made it to the uh, Basketball Hell Hall of Fame. Yeah. Bro, I'm talking about overport with emotions, just started tearing up. I was trying to find somebody to call. I was, I was so just e- uh, emotional distraught. I'm opening up my phone trying to go to the damn um, contacts. Bitch, I'm opening up the weather app. I'm opening up all kind of apps. <laughs> Dog, I can't think, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I, my wife wasn't there. That's I wanted dope. to tell her first, but she was doing the event. So I just started calling people and, and letting them know uh, people Hell within yeah. my family. But yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, that, that was my championship, you know? Right. Y'all, y'all boys were fortunate enough to win championships, man. And I wish I could experience that, but, you know, this is my championship. But you were someone, I think you're someone due to injury that I think people kind of overlook, so to speak. Obviously not motherfuckers who had to guard your ass, but (laughs) I think the general public doesn't understand how motherfuck, like to me, during your run, the pure best scorer in the game. Pure best can get you a bucket whenever you want it. T-Mac was that because you had no holes in your game. You know, Tell me where that... Where that complete game, who did you watch growing up? Where did that complete package come from for you? So for me, I always was blessed with talent, bro. I could have, and this is no bullshit, I, I could have played Major League Baseball. I'm throwing, I, I could throw a baseball 90 plus mile, miles per hour. I could hit a baseball. Mm. I could throw a football on one knee 60 plus yards. Like I was mm. blessed with just like crazy athletic ability. I don't think I could have done anything else in life. 
You know what I mean? So this, this is what it was. I tell people that if this is, this is how you reach greatness or this is how people become great is that I was blessed with that talent. So if you take me that never played the game of basketball and you take somebody that plays the game, works hard every day, and they tap out at their potential, I could go and play against that player and stand out, not having worked at all because I was blessed mm-hmm. with God-given talent. God-given so, talent, right. You know what I'm saying? So, for, so that player has tapped out, and I'm, I'm on that level with them. All I got to do is work my ass off to elevate way above them, and that's what I did. I just I, I watched Kobe when we was younger, how he worked, and he told me a long time ago, when we was, like, when we was teenagers, bro, he was like, why would you play pickup ball? He was like, you ain't going to get that many shots in the pickup game. He was like, work on your skills, because we was in Paris. He told me this when we was in Paris on a trip, Adidas trip. He was like, bro, don't play pickup ball. Work on your skills, and I promise you that shit is going to pay off, because you go play pickup ball, you're going to get you know, a few shots here when you could go and work on your skills every day and put up 500 to 1,000 shots. And I, mm. never, and I never played pickup ball. And I worked on my skill, my footwork, and everything. Mm. So shout out to my boy, man. Our boy. Absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely, we, we, yeah, yeah, we want to touch on sure. that and, and really touch on sure. some stuff because we know you guys are close. You guys came in pretty much the same time and, and similar starts to where it took you a couple years to get your, to, to, to really get on the court. It took Cole a couple years to get on the court. But you, like you guys said, you guys are both Adidas guys, both young and out of place and really had to lean on each other. Talk to me more about your guys' relationship. So uh, because we were, you know, both Adidas guys and uh, both made the jump from high school to the pros, it was an opportunity for me to go out there and just be around Cole uh, in L.A. And I went out to L.A. I stayed with him in the house with him and his parents. Mom used to fry up that, you know, fried chicken for us and macaroni and cheese. I was eating good at that boy house, man. He had, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, he had chores and everything, but... Yeah, to, shout out Pam. Yeah. He was out there cooking, hey, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But to mm-hmm. be around Cole at 19 years old, bro, you would have thought Cole had been here before and, and been around, yes. um, you know, the greats of the game because... His mindset was so different, bro, than, than I ever experienced or ever seen anybody at 19 years old. Like, this man really and truly thought he was better than Michael Jordan and was going to be better than Michael Jordan. Thank and you, the, T-Mac. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and at the time, I'm looking at my dog. I'm like, bro, you crazy as hell, bro, for, for anybody to <laughs> even think that as a teenager. I'm like, bro, something. I want you, fam. <laughs> like, son, you crazy. So we used to watch... His home, his homegrown movies, uh, Come Fly With Me, Playground. I used to watch that religiously, bro. Pause it. It might do something. Pause, rewind, mimic it. I was like, dog. He was obsessed with this shit. Karate flicks. Mm. I mean, man. <laughs> dog, he was different, bro. Going to school. I was like, bro. And his work ethic, just everything just rubbed off on me and how he handled himself, man. Partying wasn't his thing. Like he wasn't Not trying to hang out. Nah. Oh, you 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 want you going to the club? Nah, shit, I'm gonna go to the gym, put up these shots. Like that's what he was about. He was just he was different. I learned from him, and uh, you know he struggled his first year. It was man, nah, the Lakers, the players used to mess with Cole so bad his first year. Man, he hated it, bro. 
And because he took those steps, he went through that fire. I came after I was able to lean on him times where I felt like I made a mistake of coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. So I leaned on him all the time, man. And our, our relationship started to do like this because he was concentrating on trying to win championships and he sacrificed everything. Like he cut everybody off to win championship and be great as he possibly can be. Um, and I was over here trying to win scoring titles. With this 2020 Hall of Fame class, like I said, with, with Kobe and KG, who kind of you know, paved the way for, for your leap uh, to Timmy, these guys were all in your same age range. And for all of them to go in uh, with this class, what are your thoughts on this 2020 class? Man, this is arguably the greatest class of all time thus far. I mean, for sure, you're talking about, you know, one of the greatest shooting guards of all time, Kobe Bryant. There's no argument he's the most skilled shooting guard of all time. There's no argument on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Ain't no argument on that. And then you're talking about the big fundamental, Tim Duncan. I mean, my gosh, bro. What that man was able to do for the franchise, all all he know is win. Stack, you know, you play with him. You know what I mean? That's all he do is win. And and the big ticket, (laughs) uh, the big ticket, I think 2003, 2004, I think that was, Man, I was like, this man is on another planet, bro, the way he was playing. Mm-hmm. He was unguardable, unstoppable, and he was talking shit. Talking shit, too. Talking Big mad, shit. talking mad shit. And <laughs> I swear, dog, he probably, it, it to me, when I played him, it seemed like he shot 80 damn percent every game. Like, he was, he was unguardable, yeah. right? Defensively, he was a monster. Timmy, monster, cold monster, like, Yo, this class is crazy, man. And it was just, it was amazing to compete against those type of dudes, man, that are arguably the greatest at their position. Mm. Yeah, with, K, with, K, with KG, a lot of people call KG, you know, people call me the heartbeat of the big three, but they was calling KG the heart and soul of the NBA because the way he played and his passion for the game. People don't know what, how big of a compliment that is, bro. So for somebody to say you are the heart and soul of the NBA, like, uh, that's crazy, bro. KG, bro, the energy. Like, you can't teach that, bro. You can't teach mm-hmm. what he, what he brought given. to the it's game. God given. It's, yeah. it's God given. You cannot teach that. That man was just, he was so competitive and just so passionate about the game, dog. Like, I look forward to playing against these dudes, especially <laughs> KG, because KG seven foot and out there trying to guard me. And I was like, you know, we yeah, yeah. Adidas guys, and we used to go yeah. at it. I was loving that shit, man. Yeah. I relished those opportunities, especially going against Cole, bro. What? Like, hey, that, hey, that's crazy. All four of y'all was Adidas guys. You, Cole, Tim, and, and well, KG. Well, at the time, it was just me and Cole me, KG. Cole wasn't. No, Cole was Cole left. Thank, yeah, it was you, Chauncey. Hey, so, <laughs> hey, hey, thank you, Cole. I thanks Cole so many times, bro. If it wasn't for Cole <laughs> leaving Adidas, bro, I wouldn't have got my big deal. I would have got, I would have got the leftovers. <laughs> my dog, thank you. 
<laughs> hey, man, when Cole yeah, left, yeah. I was next on the total pole. I moved yes. up the charts, boy, and yes, shit, yes. Boy, I got that big bag and still getting it. My <laughs> dog. And, 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 and he's still, 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 still getting it. it. Yeah, yeah. still getting it. It's still getting Hell, it. Yeah. I, 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 told, I told you my dog overseas every other month promoting shoes, man, still to this day. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Still coming out with a brand new pair. He sent them to his boy, too, so I know. That part. That's what's up. Tell me, we touched on a little bit, KG95, Kobe 96. What did seeing them jump to the league? Obviously having two different experiences with those guys, but how did that influence your decision for your jump in 97? Yeah, so uh, they had a huge impact on me going to the league. And um, I, was, I was three years in high school in Florida, and then I moved to North Carolina because I wasn't even ranked, bro in high school before I moved to, to uh, North Carolina. Yeah. And I wanted to, uh, I, I needed that notoriety because <clears throat> a lot of guys that came from my area, they were local heroes. I ain't want to be that. You know what I mean? We all got those people that was the shit in high school, way more talented than us, but they never really went anywhere. I didn't want to do mm -hmm. that. So I had to make that jump. I took the chance to go to a place to put me on that national scene. And uh, went to, I moved to Durham, North Carolina, played on that, that, that level where we competed all, against, uh, all around the country against the top players. But before I got there, I played against Lamar Odom at the Adidas camp. L.O. was the truth in high school. Mm -hmm. yes, I, ain't know anything, I ain't know anything about him being in Florida. When I got to New Jersey, bro, Hello, that's, a killer. Man, that's all I heard. Lamar Odom, 6'10 point guard. I said, what? 6'10 point guard? Man, when I'm from, you 6'10, they gonna make your ass a center, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I said, a 6'10, man, I got to see this dude. Bro, why he was the first player I played at the camp. <laughs> I seen this dude ooh. skipping down the court, and I was like, ooh, he nice. I got to get it. I got to get Like, this is my chance. Like, I'm, I'm not ranked. Nobody. I'm not even supposed to be here, bro. I was the last invite to this camp. I'm not even supposed to be here. I got to have it. So I went out there, bro. I put on a show. My nigga. I left that camp, bro. I was ranked number one. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Straight up. At the yeah. one camp. I came and got that. I came and got who else, was, who else was there? Who else was there, Cam, besides L.O.? Uh, you know what? I don't even remember. L.O. was just so damn nice. That's all I kept hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> a, <laughs> you said, fuck everybody else. L.O. was the one, huh? He, I, I didn't care you. about nobody else, bro. Him. I, I, I need to see him. So, mm -hmm. you know, went through that. And then, you know, he got the NBA scouts that be at those camps. And they started throwing my name out there. I wanted to go to college, bro. I was going to Kentucky. I took my, my visit to mm. Kentucky. You had uh, Derek Anderson was my host. Mm. And I, I pulled up the oh, Kentucky dude. campus, bro. And I seen them boys got them fully loaded Eddie, Eddie Bowers outside. I said, hold up, bro. That's where I'm going right here. I don't want to go do no more visits. The player lounge where they stayed, everything was plush. I said, bro, I'm coming. I don't, I don't want no more visits. This is where I'm going. Yeah, and I'm sitting yeah. in my, I'm, so time goes by, I'm playing my season. My name getting stronger. I'm sitting in my coach's office. 
He was like, uh, I know you want to go to Kentucky. I know you want to go to college, but after I tell you this, you're going to forget all about that. I'm like, after you tell me what? He's like, I got a $12 million deal for you. I say, from who? He said, from Adidas. Oh, shit, let's sign. What I said, let's sign. I said, I say $12 million, bro? He was like, yeah, man. He was like, they want to offer you six years, $12 million. My college dream went out the window. I signed for that bag. <laughs> so fast. And that was it, bro. That, that was it. And then, you know, prior to that, just watching KG, Kobe slam dunk champion, having some success. It's like, why not? It's basketball. I want to, I, I eventually, I want to play against the best in the world and on the highest level. It's just an mm -hmm. early entry. Let's get it. Who else were you studying back then? Like, come, before you got into the league, like, what players were you growing up studying and idolizing? Dog, Penny was my dude. Of course. Mm, Penny Harder. You could tell me shit about Anthony Penny Hardaway, bro. Y'all kind of similar. Yep. Why you think? That's why we're number one. Yeah. That's why we're number one. With the, with the I, I, never, band, I never knew that. With the I never knew band, that. That's why we're number one. My dog, mm. that, that was my Michael Jordan, bro, growing up. Because you yeah. got to think, he played for the Magic. I grew up 30 miles right down the street, right so down. I watched him mm. every single day. And, bro, mm. Penny... Man, Penny was the truth, bro. Hell yeah, people don't forget. Oh, ooh, they forget how cold Penny would have been one of the greatest players, Ever. hands down, if had it not Ever. been injury. Yes, sir. Penny yes, sir. was a killer. So that was my dude, man. Footwork, you know, passing ability. Uh, he, was, he was cold, man. Mm -hmm. Man, Penny was Damn. the truth. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me 
was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Total pack. So, 1997, you decide to make that jump. Tim Duncan goes number one. You go nine. Jack goes second round, uh, 42. You didn't experience, obviously, immediate success. You know, you had a, a lot of woes. And I remember it was crazy because you're one year older than me, so I'm in college, and my mom was always reading the papers. And I remember she sent me an article on you on how, you know, you were you're doubting if you made the right decision. You, you were having just a really hard time transitioning because you weren't playing. You're in Canada. Talk to us and take us back there because a lot of people don't remember this is pre-social media yeah. you know unless you have someone following what was going on people don't remember how hard the beginning of your career was yeah so you gotta think you take a kid that's from you know central florida the country <laughs> country boy <laughs> take a kid from central florida and then you, you put him up in in in, in canada like, i ain't know anything about canada I ain't know nothing about toronto um didn't know the legal age was 19 years old Man, so I get to I get to training camp, and um, I, I realized like this is really my first time playing against professionals. So we had a little mini camp in Barbados, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm 18 years old. So I'm thinking, all right, they professionals, they could do everything. Use left hand, right hand, turn left shoulder, <laughs> turn right shoulder. You know what I mean? They could do it all. They they skilled. Bro, I started seeing some dudes out there like, really? He can't do, he can't use his left hand. He can't go left. He can't go right. He can't shoot over his left shoulder. I started, I mean, because I know the game and I just, I was shocked, bro. I was like, oh my God, I, I know what I got to work on. But then we get to the season, I'm working like crazy. My coach ain't feeling me at all, bro, at all. <laughs> Man, Who was the coach at the time? D Darryl Walker. Darryl Walker. Walker. And, and the mm. reason I think Darryl Walker got that job, I don't know if y'all remember when uh, the Pistons played Utah and Isaiah Thomas went up for a, uh, a layup and Carl Malone came across his head and gave him like 25 stitches or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, he fucked Zeke up, bro. Darryl yeah, Walker came off the bench and went at, uh, he came off the bench and went at Carl Malone. Went Carl Malone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He went at him, dog. So, you know, they yeah. was boys. But uh, dude wasn't feeling me, man. I remember, I'm pumped. We playing against the Magic. You know, I'm playing against my dog, right? And I get in the game, bro, 
I'm excited as hell. I'm guarding Penny. I get a steal, bro. I go down, bitch, I'm windmill. I'm, I'm trying to put on the show. I windmill. Next day, ball, er. Bro, what you doing? What? You don't fucking shit. You what, made what it, you doing? right? Bro, took me out the game, bro, for showing off. I'm looking mm. at this nigga. It's like, he was fucking with me like that. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was getting in my head, bro. So that's the times that I was reaching out to Cole. Like, bro, what did you do? He was like, man, just stay within your self-confidence. Keep working, bro. I, he was like, I promise you, you'll get through this shit. So that's what I do. I just kept working. And man, who helped me out the most was that damn Doug Christie, bro. Mm. I played Doug, Doug Christie, man. No, Shout man. out Doug Christie, man. Shout out Shout to out Doug, Doug Christie, bro. I love Doug. I played Doug one-on-one uh, -on -one every day. We were just going at each other, man. And, and that's how I was working on my one-on-one -on -one game and, and building my confidence up because I know he was a great defender. Like, he was a hell of a mm -hmm. defender. And to go up against him every day, I'd be ready for whatever. So I just started, you know, playing against him, building that confidence up. And we got Buddy up out of there by all-star break. <laughs> <laughs> got him up out of there. Butch Carter took over and shit. My game went like that, man. I ain't look back. Mm -hmm. So that was what? Was that year two or the no, end of year one? that was the first year. That was first okay. year. First mm -hmm. year. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Crazy. So Vince Carter comes in town. Second 1998, year. 1998, your yeah. second year. Comes and takes the league by storm. That's your, it, it, was that a rumor or is that real life your cousin? No, we're cousins. Okay. Real yeah, cousins. I, 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 our, okay. Grandmothers, our grandmothers are related. Okay. Two jumping ass motherfuckers. So what I, was it like? Nah, bro. That's, that's next level. You did? That, that's next level uh, jumping ability right there. And what this man used to do, I mean, stat, you. <laughs> So you played against him in high school? Y'all played against him in high school? No, uh, I but, I was, uh, uh, I, but, but I seen him I seen him live in high school one so time. So before I knew we were cousins, I played on junior team Florida, and he was on the other older team. He played before me. Uh, I played before him. And when team I played, Florida, yeah. Team Florida. Team Florida. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is before I knew we was related. I'll play first, and then our team is sit and watch. Bruh, I, man... I ain't know a human can jump like this, bro. Like, <laughs> this man was going up, palming a ball, looking in the basket, and was just dropping it like that. He was going up, mm. damn near touching the backboard, and just dropping the ball like this. I'm like, oh my God. Skill crazy. So I had a good relationship with our coach. I was like, bro, we got to get Vince Carter, bro. We, we got a good, and he's the most skilled and to have us two as two wings at that time, I mean, it was crazy what we could accomplish. Along with the vets, what we had, mm -hmm. and we drafted Vince, man. Vince came in there and uh, he, the, the shit he was doing was just unbelievable for bro. That windmill he did, baseline against Indiana on uh, oh, Chris yeah. Mullins. Oh, my Went God. By Chris Mullins. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That man, yeah. oh, he had us jumping. He had us jumping out of our seats. <laughs> we were fans. So right. I can only imagine how some of the dudes felt that playing against me and some of the shit. I was, I was a fan. I know that was my cousin, my teammate. God damn it, I was a fan, bro. He was incredible. <laughs> that shit was incredible to see what he was doing, man. 
Hey, ben, Ben's handles was Ben's handle was so underrated. Ben's oh, had yeah, a handle. Yeah. People didn't know he had some quick stuff with yeah. his handle, but he had handle, dog. Yeah, he, he had. had he, and, and, and it was always under control where he'll hit you with something, but it was in control well enough where he can get that one to it. If he you get that one two, that's your ass. You know why stacks? Because he had them big ass <laughs> hands, bro. Yeah, he was yeah, controlling yeah. the ball, them big ass hands. Hell that's why yeah. he, he lose it. And once he got control of it. It was, it was no blocking his shot because he's elevating. <laughs> he was damn near looking at his balls when he was goddamn shooting the ball. Man. Like, yeah. Pause. But that, yo, man, he was crazy, dog. But just pure skill. People don't I got a chance to play with him later when he was in Orlando. Uh, you know, not later, but in Orlando, probably uh, 2009. But just pure, just regular form shooting jump shot from half court. When y'all bu yeah. bust our ass in the first round of playoffs, Matt. Hey. When we beat the brakes off y'all shooting left-handed, just like you shoot right-handed. <laughs> just like his right hand. Just like his right. Man, Vince was motherfucking, oh. Absolutely. So, so and, and Vince helped a lot as well because he reached that stardom extremely quick. So I was able to sit back and watch how he handled himself, you know, reaching stardom. Mm -hmm. And it helped me when I, I reached my potential and was able to, you know, be in, uh, be that type of player. But, yeah, he was incredible, man. How come you guys never got to take off? Or how, how, how big could you guys have been if you would have been able to hit your stride at the same time with, with Toronto? We would have played for a championship. I mean, we would have faced the Lakers if mm. I would have stayed. There's no doubt about that. But mm -hmm. it was so much stuff going on in Toronto with uh, the, the, the organization. There was no way I could have stayed. And then, I mean, yeah. got the opportunity to, you, you're competing against, you know, Orlando, where I'm from. That, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's tough. No brainer. How was it like playing against MJ your rookie year? Shaking in my boots. First time. <laughs> shaking, it, shaking, shaking in the first time I had the guard. I'm like, yo, this, man, first of all, let me go back. 1997, MJ them in the playoffs. I think they, they played against the Hawks, right? I'm at the game, playoff game. Bruh. I got an opportunity to go uh, in the back by the locker room after the game. So I'm standing back there. I'm 17 years old, kid. I, I've never been around NBA players like this or even, you know, I've never been around somebody like MJ. So I'm standing back there, kid, and Pip Black comes Jesus. out. Pip comes out. All these players start coming out. Mike comes around that corner. Bruh, I ain't going to lie to you. The man had a glow, bro. <laughs> I swear, Mike, Mike, dog, that shit is real. I believe it. That shit is real. Hey, KG said the same thing. You just feel his energy. Um, He'll say I'm shit. You dog. feel that energy. I'm not, I'm not joking, bro. It's, Black it's Jesus, real. Man, I'm telling bro, you. Mike came out, I was like, damn, bro. I ain't know what to say, man. I was like, that's MJ, dog. That's MJ. So fast forward, I'm on the court with him for my rookie year. It took me about a quarter to get over the fact that this might, right? But man, once once it wore, you know, that, that mystique wears off if you're around somebody yeah. for a long time. It wears off. It's like, okay, shit, let's get it. I damn near had my best game as a rookie playing against it. I almost had a triple-double mm. in front of 30,000. You know, we played in the Sky Dome. 30,000 yeah, 30, yeah. Mike had him coming in there, bro. And that was the year they had, what, 72 and 10? Yeah, we, in was, Toronto. One of them, we was one of them 10. Yeah, in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, good game. Uh, yeah. You, you, you and Mike both had good games that game. Hey, Mike had about 35. 
<laughs> I probably, he probably had about 12 on me easy. I'm like, man, this is Mike, bro. I had to get his ass back when he was with the Wizards, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, your, ass, your ass 38 years old, you putting up 50, you still got game, but you got to get this work. You got to come get some of this shit. With Jordan going down and uh, retiring in, in 98, it, it, usher in, it, it usher in a new era of wings. Yourself, Kobe, Vince, Paul Pierce, Grant before his injury. What was that new era like? You, you mm. touched on, you know, the end of Jordan's era, and now we have a whole new different type of wings. Mm. Tell me what that era of wing game was like. Man, you had a challenge every night, bro. I mean... You're talking about some of the greats to ever play the game. Uh, I, man, Paul, Cole, Vince, AI, uh, shit, Big Dog, Ray Allen. Man, Reggie Miller was still getting buckets. Bro, stack shit, you used to get buckets too. Shit, y'all ass used to get buckets. I ain't gonna you out but uh, yeah, it, it, nah, man, it was it was dog. It was a challenge, bro. You really had to bring that game. Like it, it wasn't no bullshitting around. Like you talking about some killers, man. Some real killers that every night. Oh, you don't get your rest, or if you ain't locked in, you are gonna get embarrassed. It's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be every a long night. night, man. I'm talking about you know them guys right there. They sense any weakness or any any type of fear. They gonna Blood tear your damn tear your damn head off, and uh, mm-hmm. I ain't want to be that. I had to make sure hey, I, was, of, I was prepared. One of my best videos is uh, is, is not it's a, it's, it's, it says Tracy McGrady visits Stephen Jackson highlights. Right, y'all got to go check this out. So it's high, it's supposed to be highlights of me and Tracy, right, going head up. If you watch the video, it showed about twenty eight of Tracy points <laughs> and about six and about six. <laughs> this when you were with Atlanta. When you was with Atlanta. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> they show about 28 and Tracy shit. They show about six oh, of my points a year. Man. That's probably how the game went. That's probably how the game went, too. <laughs> hey, hey, Stack, I'm I hate to guard you, bro, because I can never block your shot. I don't know how the hell you can shoot the ball Why like that. Why everybody say that oh, shit, man? can never block your shot. <laughs> and Matt, CP Matt. said the same thing. Look, Matt always taking some cheap shots and shit and act like he ain't do nothing. That's how that motherfucker was. We had to be aggressive with your ass, especially because you were someone, like I said at the beginning of the show, like you had the hanger, uh, which was unfair because as soon as we go for that, you go bias and dunk it. But if you actually shot, there was no way in hell to block your shot because you jumped like three feet off the ground just to get your jumper off. So nice. we had to try to beat you up. There ain't no so, other choice. There ain't no other way. I, I knew how to play T-Mac, against you gotta show, say man. that though, T-Mac. You got to uh-huh. you got you got to go and tell you got to go and tell everybody the famous hang dribble move that you that you started. Please tell yeah, everybody it. where Kobe got it from. Nah, they know. They know. Um, man, look. Uh that that was my go-to. Bro, Kobe was a student of the game. I was a student of the game. Whatever it takes to get better, oh, I'm going to take that. You know what I'm saying? Like I took, I took some <laughs> yeah. Kobe shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I took some of that. Like, uh, it, <laughs> hey, that's how you become great, man. You, you, oh, yes. you, you gotta watch other people and take bits and pieces of that game. That's just, that's just how it is. I mean, you'll be a fool not to. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, exactly. And that's and that's what I did. That hand dribble, that was just my thing, bro. Being six mm. nine, lower your ass to sleep and just rise up mm. over. You. I don't think you can do anything about that. Absolutely you know, you know who takes, you know who uses that now to perfection. KD. K-D. And Paul George. 
KD, yeah. though. KD's <laughs> deadly with it. At 6'9", definitely deadly with it, bro. That's just, it's, it's yes, tough sir. to guard, especially when you got quickness. You got that ball on the string like that, you got a Jimmy. Hey, man. Yeah, I don't even know what like, Nah, it's nothing you could do, bro. Nothing you could do with it. Nah. So, you're traded from Toronto to Orlando. Grant Hill mm. traded from Detroit to Orlando. Grant Hill, to me, along with Penny Hardaway, like you mentioned, a healthy Grant Hill would have been top 10 all-time as well. Great, one of the greatest players, was a killer. Similar to yourself, silent about it, just went about his business. You guys joined forces in your hometown. Talk to us about that. Man, I, 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 I knew, because it was me. I, I don't even want to do that order. Me first. It was Timmy. Grant and then myself, like they were trying to get all three of us. Talk and to us, yeah, because people forgot that Tim almost Tim almost he, went there. He spoke on it a little bit too. He almost left, but I just found this out later that the reason he didn't come is because Doc told him, I guess I, I, the spouses couldn't fly on the plane. That was a deal breaker. If that was the deal breaker. That's what I found out. I, Oh, I about, I about cried when I found that hey, out. Hey, T-Mac, that, and, that, and that's a true story, dog. That was the deal breaker. I heard that same story. Bro, Damn. come on. So, I want, man, I got I to got, I got, pull Doc aside <laughs> on that one, bro. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's me and Grant. Me and Grant, Eastern Conference. I'm excited. And I knew Grant had uh, broke his ankle because I was watching him in, in the Miami series when he was uh, getting buckets against them. He was still playing on it. But I thought he was going to heal from it. But we was there for four years, and I think we only played 47 games with each other. And it was just, it was so sad, man, because I knew how bad he wanted to be out there. And I knew the potential that we could possibly have reached but it just didn't happen. And, and then he got, he was having surgery on his ankle and, and uh, shit got infected. And almost lost was, his leg, right? Yeah, almost lost his leg, man. It was just, uh, it was a bad time for him, man. And I'm still trying to do what I'm able to do. I mean, it, it, it actually gave me an opportunity to really uh, come into my own yeah. quickly than, you know, I, I really wanted to. Uh, I wanted to learn behind him, follow his lead. I mean, Grant, the, the truest professional that you ever come across. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And hey, what? Smart All as hell. Aspects. Yeah, smart as hell, man. And it was just unfortunate for both of us, really, <laughs> for our whole yeah. team. Yeah, Grant, Grant, Grant Hill's somebody who I, you know, people always ask me who I looked up to coming up, and Grant Hill was one of those guys I patted my game after. And to this day, I talk to him and get a lot of advice from him and, and, and you know, and conversate with him about a lot of things. But... When your fourth year in your league, T-Mac, you went from 15 points to 26. Like, that was a defining year for you. Like, what, what clicked that year? Well, it's just the work, man. It, it was the work um, that I, I put in. And you really know who you are in the league your third or fourth year. You know who you're going to be. Mm -hmm. No, you're not being shit. That was just my time. Like I said, Grant going down, I had to speed up my process. I had to speed up... Um, my ability to carry a team. You know, mm -hmm. I, I kind of would have been in the back burner, learning from him, letting him do his thing, learning from him, still chipping in and, and, and you know, my game growing, but it had to grow like at a rapid rate. 
uh, because mm-hmm. he was he was down, and they threw me the keys, and that was it. It was just it was me. No other All Stars. It was just me, with with some great role players. Mm-hmm. Well, you never really experienced too much success there. Nah. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of in- individual accolades. Personally, you know, like I said, that's when you really defined who you were as, as as a bona fide superstar. What did you learn from that experience? That w- that it was, you know, like you said, you it was you and role players. What was that psychologically like? Because superstars are look, uh, you know, looked at to get their team to that next level. So, what did you learn from that experience in Orlando? Shit, that you need you need help. <laughs> he said, hey, "Fuck! I done did everything hey, I could motherfucker do. What else you want me to do? Goddamn! Listen, bro. I mean, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Hey, the man, shit is going down. Look who I was going up against, is... dog. You look at that Detroit team. They was the number one seed, mm-hmm. tough defensive team. You look at the Milwaukee team I played in the playoffs with: Sam Cassell, Ray Allen, Ray, Big Dog, Glendale, yeah. Thomas." Woo. You, you see what I'm saying? Oh, you try to go yes. up against them and you ain't got Woo. no other potential all-star on your team. You know how tough yeah, that is? Yeah, man. Oh, That's damn impossible. impossible. Listen, you stack, you won a championship, you played with Tim Duncan, Manu, yep. Tony, yep. Tony Parker, all all-stars. Yep. Matt, you won yep. a championship. How many all-stars you played with? Four? It was four, four of them, right? Dog, oh, that's tough, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn yes. how yes. great you are. Listen, I, man, Kobe's, to me, is the greatest of our era, bro. When Shaq left, he found out how hard it was the yeah, two years. Is, man, yes, I, I tell everybody, yes, bro, I don't care yes. how great you are individually, if you ain't got no other dogs with you, man, you can forget about it, bro. You ain't going to win in this league. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you're not yep. going to win. That's just what it is. And that's what I learned. I was like, man, I'm getting burnt out. I'm doing what I can. I gotta, I, I'm competing against teams that are you know, loaded with these these all-stars and then they got great role players. Hey man, I can only I can only win you a few games, man. Shit, I'm trying to win the series. I'm trying, bro. I promise people, you. People keep forgetting Tim had David Robinson too. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> we had David, David Robinson, Robinson too. Man. Oh, <laughs> hey man, you gotta have a team. You gotta have great players to win. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Period. We all know. Point blank. Period. So 2004, you traded to Houston. For Steve Francis, Catino Mobley, you get a chance to team up with Big Yao and uh, Jeff Van Gundy. You win 51 games your first season. Tell me what that experience was like. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, the minute I got traded there, I had a conversation with Jeff Van Gundy. So mind you, I'm just coming off of uh, NBA scoring title two years in a row. So I get, <laughs> I get to uh, Houston, and the first thing he tell me, he was like, you're not going to lead the league in scoring. <laughs> Damn. First thing. Uh, yeah, I'm like... Not, like, not like, welcome to Houston. Yeah, not man. welcome to the team. He's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you, you're not going to lead the league in scoring. I'm like, Damn, well, what, what's going to happen? So, I mean... <laughs> it was basically just like, you know, we got a 7-5, seven, 7-6 seven, dude that, you know, we got to get the ball to. Uh, we're going to play inside out. I never played with a big dude. So it was an adjustment for me to play with a big guy. Uh, the pace was slower. I mean, I had to change my whole game on, on how I went about it. Um, it was a struggle in the beginning. I, I'm not even going to lie. It was a struggle to When I got a fast break, I got to slow that thing down. Mm. Let the big fella catch up, get to the post. All right. Here, boom. 
cut. You know what I'm saying? And it was uh, it, it, it was challenging. But then we started. He knew we had to start to put the pieces around myself and Yao. And then once we did that, we started winning some ball games. But you know, yeah, it, it, it was it was challenging playing uh, with a big fella at times. But once we got it, once we figured it out, man, I mean, shit, we was great together. Y'all was a deadly combo. We played y'all in Golden State. Remember, mm -hmm. Al had to go at y'all. Too big. <laughs> hey, Too big. Listen, bro. We had Al go at y'all. <laughs> oh, we used to, hey, we used to try to kill Al. Whoever was, because y'all played that small ball. Man, so small, yeah. Man. Whoever, whoever was guarding y'all, they was going to have a long night because we were going to feed. I didn't care about scoring that. Hey, big fella, you going to work tonight because it, there was nothing y'all could do with him. Y'all had to JT the double. Hey, Al Team, used to say his whole body was fucked up. Al wouldn't even want to play in those games. Al would get pissed off because that was the kind of... Nelly used to fuck with Al, so he would start him randomly, but he always started him against yeah. Yao, and Al used to hate that shit. He did him so I ain't started dirty, today. man. You can't... Come on, man. What, what, what Al gonna do with that big fella, man? And he had left hand, he had right hand. <laughs> can't do nothing about that, bro. And the crazy thing about shoot. it... We would have we would have faced y'all in the playoffs that year yes. if we had if we had beat yep. um, uh, Utah. Utah. Yeah, we would have faced y'all. We, we, we was preparing to run y'all motherfuckers asses out the gym too because <laughs> fi we had finally clicked. Yeah, we had finally got our yeah. chemistry. So yeah. we're like, fuck it, we can't guard y'all, but there's no way he guarding all of our pick and rolls and our. But we wanted the Rockets, Matt. We oh, wanted yeah, we the Rockets. That's what I'm saying. We I wanted said, the we Rockets. Had on, yeah, Listen, we had planned on it. Everybody wanted us. If you can play small, <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is what I'm saying. Everybody wanted to play against us because in the play, if you could go small ball, it was tougher because y'all had Hell to guard yeah. somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had to guard yeah, one of them perimeter. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what made it tough. And Avery Johnson mm -hmm. figured that out. Man, we had Yao yeah. guard Marquise Daniels and Josh, Josh Howard, bro. What oh, are you gonna no, do that ain't gonna work. That you know work. what I'm saying? He, he can't yes, do nothing with that. And he can't guard Dirk. Right, no way. How talented was Yao? Because it was, it, he had a quick career. Um, you got a chance to play with them for a good chunk of it. Tell, for his size, how skilled was he? Bro, he, he was extremely skilled. Like I said, Left hand, right hand. I felt sorry for him at times because Thibodeau had Yao working so damn hard before every game, man. I'm like, bro, he gonna wear down. Like, he was killing Yao before the game. He was putting in that work. But highly skilled. I'm talking about can dribble the ball, can make the right passes, not just, you know, making a pass anyway. Passing on target for you to get in your shot. He sees the floor well. Left hand, right hand. He shot 80 plus percent from the damn foul line. He, mm -hmm. he had it, bro. He had. He was mm -hmm. highly skilled. One of them, probably most skilled big man that you know I can remember. To the whole package, yeah. Yeah, he had the whole package. Yeah. yeah and the then obviously co combining with him, obviously has helped your success over uh, in China. You know, getting a chance to play next to him and it, you it, guys that, being running mates and stars together. It elevated about that. it. It elevated yeah. it. Because what a lot of people don't know, when I was with the Magic, I had the number one selling jersey in China. Steve I, Jackson knew that. I, I, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, so being with Yao, I mean, man, it, it obviously elevated, you know, my brand. Mm -hmm. so we played, uh, I don't know if y'all remember the kid, uh, Yi Jillian or Yi, whatever yes. that played for me. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to yeah, the next yeah. one. Yeah. So he played, yeah, so he played, it was a it was a night we played them. 
He was with Milwaukee. Bro, don't you know over 200 people watch that game because of him and y'all? Like, I mean, wow. more than people million, watch, said? 200 yeah. million, bro, Ooh. watch that game because of them two wow. boys right there. So, I mean, it, it elevated everybody's brand that was a part of the Rockets organization, not just mine. It mm-hmm. elevated everybody. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. So over the next four seasons, man, this is when your body somewhat starts, you know, the, the, the injuries Inferior. start piling on. Back, elbow, knees. You're, you're, you're sent to New York in, uh, in 2009, 2010. Talk to us about that injury process because, like you said, you were such you were the, led the league in scoring. Like I said, you were one of the most gifted scorers I've ever seen. Blessed to get a chance ever. to play against you, but just from a fan's perspective, yeah, it was so effortless with you. So when you're facing these fucking injuries where you can't go out and be Tracy McGrady, what is that like mentally? It was tough because I remember, um, I think it was 2008, when the playoffs against Utah. Y'all was out. He got hurt that year. That same year that we had the 22-game win streak. So that season, we're in Utah. And I'm sitting down in my, on my couch. We get to the hotel, sitting down on the couch. I went to prop my leg up and sit it on the, the footstool. My leg wouldn't extend out. I was trying hard as hell. And I was like, oh, my God, bro. What the hell? I knew something was, was wrong. So I went through that season. We played Utah in the playoffs. We're losing six games. That, that, six, that game six that we lost, I had 40. Every, every, every game, I had to get a shot at my knee I, or I couldn't play. So I got a shot at my knee after the game, drain all that fluid, needle like this. 
you know what I mean, draining all that fluid out. So I, I'm thinking, all right, you know, just got to get, get my knee cleaned out, and then we'll be good. Man, go have arthroscopic surgery. We got run our tests. I'm like, bro, we about to chill, at least compete for once. This is what I've been waiting on. I got run our tests. I got Shane Battier. I got Skip, myself, Yao. We got, we got some of these young players that have, had a, have matured. Are we ready for it? Go through the season. I ain't right. I'm on one leg. I'm still trying to play. I'm on one leg, bro. I can't. I'm, I'm scared to even jump off of my left leg. Everything was right leg. So mm-hmm. we're in, so we in Milwaukee. I get a I get a break coming down on the break. Somebody is chasing me, so I want to go up on the other side of the rim and try to dunk it. I got hung, embarrassed myself. At that point. Like, I am not playing another game until I find out what's going on with my knee. We get to the locker room. You know Rafer Austin. Rafer got a sense Skip. of humor. Like, he, 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 he like... <laughs> Skip, no matter what type of moment it is, Skip got to throw in a joke, right? He got to throw in a joke. So he started making jokes about shit. Run, mad. Man, like, yo, man, that shit ain't funny. And I, I'm saying it ain't funny, right? But anyways, after that... I shut it down, man, and I went to see a few doctors, and they told me, bro, I got some bad news. You ain't got no more cartilage in your knee. I don't even know why you mm-hmm. was playing. Your cartilage is done. I, oh, I'm like, okay. I don't know what that means. We got to have another surgery? He was like, yeah, you got to have surgery, but you got to have microscopic surgery. And Kenya Martin, Stoudemire, I knew what it had did for them. I was like, yo, man, this ain't good. At that point, I realized, bro, at that point when that man told, my doctor told me that, that I had to have arthroscopic surgery, I mean, uh, microfracture surgery. Microfracture. Microfracture surgery. It was over. I knew, I knew I wasn't going to be that dude again. And that was Mm -hmm. the most devastating thing. I mean, I I can't even tell you how depressed I was to know that I'm on this level. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm, I'm down here now, and I never, never reached that level again, bro. It, it, I was hurt. And, and on top of that, to add fuel to the fire, my playoffs struggles is, in the past, you know, was bothering me. And then I got an opportunity to have success now with the team that we have, and I'm, I'm not able to be out there with them. Be your best. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it just, it crushed me, bro. So I'm sitting back in Chicago is where I had my surgery. And I'm watching my team compete against Portland. They beat Portland. Y'all gets hurt. We play the Lakers. The next round, second round, we played the Lakers. Y'all gets hurt. They take the Lakers to seven games without doing without y'all. Come mm-hmm. on, bro. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. You know how devastated I was? I was out of there, bro. Yeah, first. man. I was out of there, bro. That mm-hmm. shit hurt me. I can imagine. And then you going through all that, and you and you watching your peers. You watching Kobe. You watching Duncan. You watching peers. You watching Dirk. They all get championships. You know what I'm saying? Why and why you sitting there trying to get back to that level to play? What was that feeling like, bro? I know I, that was devastating. It was extremely devastated because I was yes. on that level. Them boys no winning championship. KG goes to Boston. Win a chip first year. I'm like, man, 
Because before that, KG was like, he was he was having playoff struggles in Minnesota. Yep. Until he yeah, got he and, until he got Sam Cassells and Spreewell and them boys. Like until he got some yes. dogs over there with him, he was able to make it to the Western Conference Finals. But prior to that, man, it was like it was tough on him. And then he got out of Minnesota and got with some <laughs> got some dogs in, in Boston and won that chip. Like this timing is everything, bro. And, and and that timing for me was just that that's why making it to the Hall of Fame I'm like just That's over, everything. It's everything to me is because I look back on the, the, the shit that I went the through. The struggles, right? Yeah, man. It was everything. We try to give people a perspective not knowing obviously that's devastating career news, life, you know, this is what we work out our whole life. But what is life like off the court? You know what I mean? In your day-to-day with your family and friends, people don't understand like how this is our life. We've trained our whole entire life to do this. And then you, like you said, you were the upper level. You were on your way. So to have to deal with it on the court, but what was like life off the court? Going through that struggle? Yeah. I was, I was the, depressed. The injury struggle. I yeah. was depressed, bro. I've never been depressed in my life. I was depressed, man. Um, I was in Chicago <clears throat> doing my rehab. And I had to lay in my bed for eight hours with my leg in a machine for eight weeks. So what was the machine doing? It was having the blood circulate. Yeah, it was circulating it was, the blood. Yeah, it was moving my leg uh, back and forth. It would get that blood to, to flow in my knee. Bro, you mm-hmm. talking about depressing <laughs> at those times? And then I'm watching my boys on TV compete without me. I'm here in Chicago. I was messed up. Never been in that situation. It, it, it was all bad, you know. Great thing about it, um, my kids, once the summer came, because <clears throat> this happened in February when I had my surgery. And then uh, once my kids got out of school, they all, my family came to Chicago and that really helped me get through it. But I was up there by myself and it was, bro, I was, I was out of there, bro. I was like, man, F this game. I don't even want to play no more. Like mentally, I was ejected from the game. Well, it seems like you got to think, I mean, you have the world screaming your name one second, cheering for you, T-Mac this, T-Mac that. I got my right. own shoe, I'm this, I'm that. And then and, and like this, you're all by yourself in a dark room in Chicago with nobody to turn to. Gone. Gone. You know what I mean? You went from MVP chance of 20,000 people entertaining at, your, at the highest level. And I can't even reach that level no more. I, I don't get no chance. I turned, I mean, it went from T Mac to Tracy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I know. Hey, I know. Hey. Oh, that's Tracy right there. <laughs> hey. Well, hey, what up, Tracy? Uh, what, what up, dog? It ain't T Mac no more, dog. That, he gone. Hey but, hey, but, hey, hey, but, hey, but this, go, this go to your credit for making a Hall of Fame, even though you went through all the injuries and everything. Facts. As far as us and the people that's over the game and watch the game, we, we knew, knew it. what it was. We know yeah, what it man. was. We we knew what it should have been, and we know and we know how injuries happen in the game. But everybody yeah. know when it comes down to it, you, Brandon Roy, and, and another 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 other guy, Grant Hill, guys that wouldn't have been hurt. We already know where y'all would have been yeah, going yeah. down at, 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 at the, the end. When it's all, yeah, when it's all said and done, Penny, but y'all, des- yeah. y- oh, man, y'all deserve that, that Hall of Fame. though. y'all deserve that. You know what? That that's really that all all that matters is that your peers understand right. and they respect what we brought to the table. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all had to face me, you know, all mm-hmm. them nights. 
You know what I mean? Ooh, Lord. It's just, Ooh, Lord. Like, that's oh, the respect. Man. That's the that's the only thing that matters to me is that I got y'all respect. No question. Mm -hmm. That's it. No mm -hmm. question. No question. Yep. Well, this is where you and uh, Jack's paths cross in a different way. Uh, 2013. I'm going to let Jack address this because I don't even know if he knows how he was on the plane when Pop had your ass already known oh, no, your oh, no. Was... oh, no, no, no. We talked oh, about man. it. We talked about oh, it. Oh, did you? Team... Okay, yeah. Man, listen, so, listen. Yeah. When, when, when Pop... Hey, when, when... hey, hold on, hold on, Jack. P hey, picture this. So picture this. <laughs> so picture this. I'm in the room. I'm in this... I'm in the locker room, in the film room, actually, having my best practice of the year, just bust their ass in <laughs> practice. And Papa's telling me that he's going to bring the team there for me to give Danny Green and, and Ginobili confidence. He want me to say they better than me. And during the, time he's ask, during the time he's asking me to say this, T-Mac is already in the air, okay? He already in the plane. He already on the plane on the way to San Antonio. So Pop already knew Pop. You know damn well I'm not going to say <laughs> I'm not gonna say Jordan. I can't believe Nobody he tried you. I can't believe he Every tried you like that, though. But but listen, <laughs> hey, you know, you know why? Because Pop is one of the smartest people. He knew what my reply was going to be before he asked me that. That's right. why you was already on the plane. Yeah. He, yeah. Knew was, he knew I was going to walk out. <laughs> he knew, he, he, knew, hey, he knew you was going to cut yourself? Hey. He, hey, he knew I was going to make it worse, man. He knew I was going to make it worse and just so, walk out. And just walk out. So let me tell you how that went down, right? So I, 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 uh, I remember, remember that vividly. Like, I, I got out of church. And I checked my phone, and it was a missed call from Pop. Mind you, I just, I've been on my couch for two months because I just got back. So I'm going to back up a little bit. So once I was done with the league, right, I went to China. I had to get that feeling back because I know if I go to China, I'm going to get that love back, that passion back because yeah. I know they're going to bring it out of me, right? And, and they and support you. I want to be, be celebrated again. I want to see how that feels because I had to work my ass off to get back healthy. Like, I, I had yeah. to, uh, I worked so hard to get back healthy. It took me, like, a year and a half, two years before I was even pain-free after that surgery. So I go mm. to China for four months, playing the CBA. How old are you at this point? Not to cut you off, T, how old are you at this point? Man, I think I'm 32, 32. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn, 30, still young. Yeah, man. And it's prime. Like 32, damn. bro. Right. So I go over there for four months, sold the whole CBA out, sold it out and come back home. I'm home for two months, not working out, just chilling with the fans. I come out of church, missed phone call from Pop. I called him, Pop, what's going on? He was like, hey, uh, I got some guys that are injured. You know, I, I, I want you to... <laughs> hey, hey, this is like getting information like your girlfriend was fucking with somebody else type information hey. right now. Hey, he said, he said, he said, I got some guys that were injured. Uh, I need another body. I need to come down. I was like, Pop, I haven't done anything for two months, bro. He's like, don't worry about that. We'll get you in, in shape. So I drive down. I didn't fly stack because, you know, I'm right here in Houston. So I, I drive yeah. to San Antonio. It's the last game of the season. I get there. He's like, yeah. He's like, I can't promise you that you're going to play any minutes, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm like, all right. Out of respect because it was Pop. That's the only reason I went down there. But I was, dog, I was done with basketball, bro. I was mentally done. But out of respect, I went down there. So I get there, I'm working, playing one-on-one against Boris Diaw. That skilled motherfucker, man. Dog, Boris Diaw is so, so skilled, skilled, bro. 
I tell yeah, people yeah. that all the time. They don't know oh. how skilled that bitch, that hey. big, muff, big slippery motherfucker Listen, was, boy. I don't care if Boris Diaw 220 or 280. Bro, he nice. still is a problem. You dig? The most skilled person in the gym, oh, dog. Yes, sir, bro. So I, I, I'm playing, you know, one-on-one against them boys getting in shape. Playoffs roll around. We played against the Lakers. Got in a little bit, point guard against the Lakers. Then we play against, I think it was Golden State. And uh, Pop came to me, he was like, I don't want you chasing these boys around. He was like, you know, we, we make it to the next round, which was Memphis. He was like, be ready. I was like, man, I'm ready. First of all, it was disrespectful to me that you come to me talking about you don't want me ch chasing these boys around. <laughs> I, I, as if I can't play the game. You know what I mean? I may have slowed down a little bit, but I still know how to play the game. So and I'm you can like, thank right. it. I, I, yeah, I was like, okay, I don't want to cause no scene. Hey, I'm, I'm going on for the ride. So we get we get to the Western Conference Finals. We play against the Grizzlies. Tammy on the bus, like, you ready? I was like, bro, I've been waiting for this my whole career. What you mean? Talk about Hell it. Hell yeah, I'm ready. Don't see the court. But I ain't see the a minute, bro. I'm sitting there like, damn, this how it, all right. I can't say nothing, Stat. You know, you know when you in those, you can't say nothing. I, That's I why did. I was out of there, because I was hey, saying something. I am Tracy. <laughs> I am Tracy. I ain't T-Mac. He, he, right. he not T Mac no more. I, I can't say nothing. <laughs> I can't I can't say nothing. I gotta sit there like uh, Bro, we get to the finals. Man, Stat, when I tell you the media was talking to me every day like I was a star, bro. That, like, they was coming to me yes. every day. So I'm like, man, just let me say the right thing so I can possibly get some burn or something. You keep on working. <laughs> so I'm working crazy, right? Game one, get there. No minutes. Game two, man, I shit. Pop, walking up and down. I'm looking at him, I, just like this. Because he's trying to find somebody to put in. I'm making eye contact with that bitch. You hear me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm showing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, nigga, I'm don't ready. Can you see it don't in my motherfucking see, eyes? I'm don't ready. See, I'm talking about, me. There's, about me. Two, there's about two minutes left in the game, bro. Game over with. We up by 20. He going to put me in the game. I was like, okay, mm. I, I, I got to eat this. So we get the game six, five and six. I'm sitting there, Manu struggling. I want to raise my hand. He like, had been struggling all year. Struggling. Danny Green had been struggling all year that they, year, though. Bro, they struggling. Tony out here about to die because LeBron on him. He tired as hell. We got another playmaker. I'm like, come on, bro. I, I'm wait, I've been waiting on this moment. This is what I thrive on. Man, I ain't seen the court at all, bro. Mm. Lost game seven. <laughs> fly back, fly back to, uh, <laughs> to San Antonio. I think Pop. And, I was back in in, uh, in Houston the next day. Like I, I wasn't even gonna go to the parade, man, or nothing. I I left I left the, uh, two days later, and I flew to China when it got a bag. But that's how that man, went. Man, man, that's just, crazy, dog. Yeah, that's just crazy, out of respect, dog. man. I had to go down there, but you know, it was a great experience. It was, dog. Uh, that culture is 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 crazy. It, it, it's unbelievable how they do things down there, man. I never seen anything like it. Flying mm -hmm. back home from the games every night, you got thousands of fans out there. I was waiting really, on you. Yeah, bro, it was it was a crazy experience, man. I love every every bit of it, but I wish I would have got some burn though, because I could have I could have helped the boys. It came down to one rebound, T Mac. It came down to one rebound. And Timmy wasn't in the game. And Timmy wasn't in the game. But I mean, listen, oh. man. 
If they would have won that championship, I know I was on the team. I'm a competitor, bro. I can't, I can't go through that journey and have satisfaction with, with that. You know what I'm saying? It would have been yeah, cool yeah. for them to get that ring, but I, I, it, it was hard for me to even accept if we had won that. I got to go through the journey. The, the journey yeah. is what makes that fulfilling. Satis you know what I'm saying? You got to go through the That's journey. That's vital. But, but, I mean, but I it, it would have been good to have in your house, though, T-Mac. It would have been good to have by all those other awards. It would have been good to have been sitting there shining, looking real good in that box, baby. Nah, it would have been looking good in that house. I, but, I, I, no, but, I, no, nope. but, Mac, I feel you. And not even, obviously, I wasn't a standpoint to who you were, but the culmination of my career, when people say you won a ring, I don't count that for the exact same reason you said. I was playing good leading up. I came in when KD went down, played consistent 20, 25 minutes. The game, KD comes back. I get hurt maybe a week before the playoffs, and I'm out of it. Worst yeah. ankle sprain of my life. I'm not healthy until the end of the second round where they're already 8-0. So me being a vet, knowing they're not going to change the rotation. I don't expect them to change right. the rotation. I'm just going to sit here and be a, a super vet and cheer these motherfuckers on, talk yeah. to people when they need to be talking to, and just enjoy the ride. So the fact, so I'm on kind of another, we did win it, but I feel, guys, it's, it's amazing to hear you say, because I yeah. don't count that ring. That ring nah. is still in, shout out, shout out Raymond Ritter, the, the, the best media dude, mogul, uh, for the Golden State Warriors, that thing is sitting in his office. Ray, Ray. Yeah, like I don't, I, mean. I don't count that as a championship, bro. Oh, I don't count. Like I played well, fourteen years. Hold, hold on, hold on, Matt. Your ring is in Ray's office right now. Yeah, because I got. Yeah, you, the best part about it was the twins got to enjoy the ride. So the twins were fun. You couldn't tell my motherfucking kids they weren't on the court. <laughs> they were right up there with uh, Steph and Katie trying to grab the trophies and all. Right. I'm in the and back they got chilling. their own rings. Yeah, and, they, and so I, they got. So the boys got their own rings. Remember, dog. For life. That yes, was the uh, absolute best part. And I think, you know, KD, Steph, Dre, Clay, the organ I got a free ride. I got a free ring. So that's when they say NBA champ. I don't count myself as an NBA champ for the exact same reason you said. Like, the journey is what makes you want to say, like, yeah, I helped. I didn't sweat. I, didn't, I wasn't in the motherfucking dog hole right. with these dudes. I didn't get to guard LeBron or none of these other Kawhis. Yeah, so man. I didn't count my shit. Yeah, so I feel you. It's, it's I, interesting I, to hear you say that. That's how I feel, dog. We competitors, bro. We want to go through Straight that up. shit. You know what I'm saying? We want to go Straight through up. it. Want to go through that emotional ride through the season and, and 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 again get rewarded, you know, for what we've been through. I don't just want that shit to be Come handed on, to me without nah, going through it. Uh -uh. Oh, man. Don't Not mean nothing. It don't, I don't mean want nothing. it like that. It don't mean nothing. Hey, hey right. Matt, take, take me back to when you was in Phoenix. What happened to you and you and Skip, bro, when Shaq came and knocked us all you remember that? <laughs> he had like hit. Yo. He had he had threw a dirt. He had threw a dirty <laughs> shot at me, like like swung and like hit me in the nuts the time down before. Oh, so I okay. came down and tried to try to hit set a hard ass screen on him. Cause me and Skip are cool. He was Fresno State. My AU team was yeah. based in Fresno. I've been looking up to Skip for a long time, but he he you know he liked to talk shit. And he had hit me in the nuts one time, so I came down and just tried to clean his ass out. So, but if you look back on that, Steve Nash got drugged, and Shaq pushed a whole two teams down on one push. So I'm coming down you the was, court. You was I'm in coming that down, motherfucker. I'm coming down the court, right, on the right side. And I think right. Skip was coming yeah. over to, to set a screen. I'm looking at and Matt, so, yeah. two, I'm looking I ran at through like, What the hell? So I roll, I rise up, hit the three. And all hell breaks through. I'm looking at y'all, too. I'm trying to go and break it up. Steve Nash yeah. come in there. I push the shit out of Steve Nash. Next thing you know, I'm falling on top of y'all. I'm like, who the hell pushed me? I look back at this big fella. Well, he cleared everything out. Everybody. Everybody.
everybody, bro. Shaq pushed everybody. You can say what you Yo. want. Motherfuckers don't understand how strong he, oh. that big motherfucker is, man. I learned he my pushed. lesson. I learned oh, my lesson playing against can... Shaq, bro. Man, it was one oh, time, you dog. Can... Shaq was going up. I came over to try to smack down on him, defiling. Bro, I about broke my goddamn arm, bro. That was the last time I ever tried to come down on Shaq like that. Get about man, it. Man, it's forearms by that big, bro. Who was the one matchup you looked forward to every night? I know there was a lot in your era, but who was the one like, hey, like tonight we going at it tonight? I who mean, obviously, you? obviously, you know, it was Cole is, is number one on my list. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Out of everybody. But I, I give you some other ones that uh, I look forward to that was tough. I'm, I'm going to so, give you a couple guys that, for me, uh, uh, people don't think they were tough to guard. I got down Catino Mobley, bro. Quick first step. Bro, I hate it playing the against quickest. <laughs> Woo! Hey, I, I hate it. I hate it playing Cat. against Catino Mobley, bro. Hate it. Paja Starkovich. Hate it playing against Paja Starkovich. His right. shit was Where? further back than Jack's. Yes. I think she was over here too. Couldn't do nothing mm -hmm. with it, bro. Wet ball. And another one, that got down Jamal Mashburn, man. Ooh. Oh, Mash Monster was, Mash. Monster Mash was a problem. Shut up, Mashburn. He was a killer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Monster and Mash. And the Mashburn, he, he, he killing in the business world, too, right now, yeah, too. Yeah, With the, with the, the car dealerships, dealerships right? and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, he, killing, like, he killing it. But that Catino Mobley, bro? Cat. I, I ain't like playing Skill. against Cat, man. It's funny because you can still see Cat gray bearded out in the motherfucking Drew League playing against young 20 year olds. <laughs> yeah. Killing. Yes. Still killing. Yes. Killing. Yes. And then still doing his thing in the big three. That motherfucker had game, bro. Yeah, man. But, game. you know, when them young boys came along, you know, obviously Braun and Melo, I, I love going up against them boys. And D Wade, mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. Favorite teammate. Tough. Favorite teammate, T-Mac? Man, I don't like to do that, bro, because I play with, I play with some, some great guys, man. I don't, I, I don't like yeah. to just single one guy out. I mean, I have some great teammates. When I was in Toronto. When they asked me, I, I, I named about eight of them. I got eight of them, yeah, so, so I can't name one. Yeah, I, I can't name just one, but, man, when I was in Toronto, bro, 19 years old, and I'm surrounded by Antonio Davis, Muggsy Bogues, mm. D. Brown, Real, Dale real Curry, heads. Charles Oakley, Kevin Willis. Man. Yeah. The best buddy. time ever, dog. And, and, and them plane rides and them bus rides with Charles Oakley? Yes. <laughs> yes. I see, hey. I've been on some. I'm still a teenager with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey keep, uh, keep in mind. Hey, I'm still a teenager <laughs> with this dude. He put, <laughs> man, he put fear into me, bro. Again, legal age in Toronto is 19 years old. Yes. I don't drink. We out at the club, right? Hanging out, all of us. He trying to get me to drink. I'm like, bro, I don't drink. <laughs> he, he, all, he already lit. He on. Hey, he punched me in my chest so hard. Oh, you bullshit. I said, damn. Bro. <laughs> bro. So, <laughs> oh. I no no bullshit. Got their big ass heavy hands too. Crusty yes. ass hands, bro. Oh, he hit me. Boom! <laughs> bullshit. Hey, I eased away from the crowd. I went on the other side of the club, and the whole night I was watching him. 
If he came my way, I'm going around. Like, I stayed away. Oak was a different dude. I love him. Like, he took care of me and Vince on the court. Like, he was, like, he had that old school mentality. You foul one of our boys, you got, I'm going to hit one of y'all's. Like, he was that type of dude. Bro, we used to go Mm -hmm. shoot around. We had shoot around at 10 o'clock. Your ass better be off that court at 10 o'clock. Because if you still on the court, he going to the ball rack. Coaches and all, he's slinging all the basketballs at the team. He ain't give a damn. <laughs> Are you at, mad? at the players? At everybody? Hey, at everybody, bro. Coaches, players, <laughs> he ain't care. Bro, Oak was different. So I, I ain't gonna say, I gotta Hell tell y'all this. Yeah. I gotta tell y'all this story. Like, Oak, Oak was a different dude. I'll tell you, at 19, bro, he put fear in my heart. Every time we went out, I'm on the other side and I'm watching, man, I ain't trying to do nothing else, but I'm watching this dude. Just make sure he don't come by me. <laughs> So this, this after I tell y'all this story, this is it. I ain't gonna say my man's name. I don't want to put him out there like that. So all those vets I just named, right? All hold up, hold up. If I know, if I know the name, I'm gonna say it because I think I know the name. No, man, no, no, no. I don't want to put him out there like that, Stack. I want to, I want to, I want to put him out there like that. So we flying from Toronto to Sacramento, bro. This is a long ass flight, right? <laughs> These boys got the big bottle of Jack Daniels. Now, now, mind you, all them cats drink. I think, uh, I think uh, Kevin Willis is the only one that don't drink. Nah, so, he didn't, yeah. Nah. So, whole plane ride, they drinking like crazy. I'm talking about, they got a bunch of bottles. We land in Sacramento, and Oak is looking for the last bottle. My man don't even want to drink no more, so he hid the bottle under his seat. Say what's up to the chef. I saw the chef. Say oh, what's up to the yeah, chef. Yeah, that's my brother. My brother's my chef. So, he hid the bottle. I already know under my seat, uh, under his seat. Oh, walking up and down the bus, right, on the way to the hotel. Hey, man, where the motherfucking bottle at? Who got the last bottle? <laughs> and boy, somebody, like, pointed at that, buddy. Hey, where the motherfucking bottle at? You hiding the bottle? Dog. Oh, was looking around, grabbed the bottle. Mind you, the dude is from Sacramento. Clean suit. Oh, he going home to see the fam. Big ass bottle. Oh, 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 oh you trying to hide the bottle? Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to drink no more? All right, motherfucker, you gonna wear this? And started and drenched it on it. The whole bottle, bro. He G, he G thanged him. Bro, the whole bottle on my. <laughs> hey, buddy, sitting there like mad as hell, like ready to get up. Nah, chill, dog. Take that. You got, you got, we tell him, hey, you got to take, you got to eat that, dog. That's <laughs> tough. Hey, that's you got, tough. You got to eat. That's oh, hey, you, you can't do nothing. Dog. If, if you get up and, and, try to, and try to defend yourself, it might it, end up a little worse than just getting poured on, y'all. No doubt it would have ended it. up worse. That's why I was like, hey, you got to take that, Claire. Don't do it. You got to take, don't do it, man. I'm 19 years old, bro. I'm still like, Hey, man, I ain't messing with this dude, bro. But I love that cat to death, though, man, because I know he he, uh, he tried to die for you, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. Man. Oh, yes, sir. Shout out to big homie Oak. High school journey. You jump in, you get a nice deal. What was it like to finally have your own shoe, your custom shoe? <laughs> so I, I wear them hoes in college. Oh, shout out to Matt for wearing the Max, man. Shit. Yeah, I got... Yeah, I had them on in college, yep. Nah, it was uh, a great thing because, you know, I grew up wearing my idol shoes, Penny wearing Jordans, wearing pips, you know, being out on the blacktop, hooping in your, your favorite player's shoes. I mean, that, that was something special. 
And then to know I have my own and, and seeing kids do the same, hey, man, it was, I mean, what can I say, man? God is good, bro. God is good. It was, it was, it was a beautiful thing to see. And then you, you look back and see guys like LeBron in high school wearing your shoes. I mean, mm -hmm. mama, I made it. Mama, right, I made yes, it. Sir. Mama, I made That's it. Dope. Who's one guy you wish you could have teamed up with in your career? Anybody? Shaq. Shaq. Oh, Diesel. Shaq. <laughs> Everybody wanted to play with Diesel. Shaq. Everybody wanted to play with Diesel. Shaq, Shaq or Tim Duncan? Shaq or Tim Duncan? I knew I was going to win. Either. Could you I mean, imagine mm -hmm. if Timmy would have came to Orlando with him Man. and G Hill? Oof. I get upset. And G Hill stay healthy? That would have been a, That could have been a dynasty. That was a big three right there. That was a big three. That was a big three right there, man. For that ass, for real. But yeah, favorite was, coach. Oh, Jeff Van Gundy, coach, bro. Jeff Van Gundy, man. Jeff Van Gundy was just uh, I mean, his his basketball acumen it was like nothing that I ever been around. I mean, the man was super duper smart. He made sure that you were gonna you were gonna be well prepared, you know, going into games. I mean, he provided all the information that you needed. No, I played for his brother. Stan was the same way. Attention to detail. Yes. Tape shoot around. Tape hey. shoot arounds. Knee pads. Hey. Like he, you was were he, ready to go. Was he precise? Was he extremely precise? Oh, man. Like you, you had to be oh, on a certain to the spot. Point. To the point. To the T. <laughs> he just got. He just got a little rattled during the big game. But as far as preparing you to 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 do what you're supposed to do, one of the best. Oh shit! I thought what I had asked you, bro. What happened in Orlando? Cause you played with you 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 played with Skip in Orlando when y'all went to the finals, right? No, uh, -uh. Oh, you I wasn't came on that the year team. After. Oh, no, okay. No, I came the year after. Okay. Yeah. So this is the year I want to say we were the, one of the top teams in the East, and they had played Orlando had played the Lakers the year before in the finals, and I came the following year, and we had beat Boston three one during the season, and then going into the conference finals, we had smacked Charlotte. Locked Jack down, smacked Atlanta. We were beating every team. We were 8-0, beating every team by like 25 a game almost. Some crazy NBA record average. Going into Boston, he wanted to change up the whole game plan. You know, this is a veteran-driven team. We need to do A, B, and C. To, to, and this is when Dwight Howard was in his prime. When he Dwight was Howard monster, was in his prime, bro. you couldn't fuck with Dwight. He was a monster. Nobody could fuck with Dwight. Biggest, most athletic, agile motherfucker I ever played ever. with. Dwight was on his shit in Orlando. You couldn't fuck with Dwight Howard. So we had Life this. So we had we had we had D Howard. We had Vince. We had Rashard Lewis, Jameer Nelson, Petrus. Uh, uh, who else we had? Uh, we had a, we had a squad. Changed everything up going into the Eastern Conference Finals. He got a little nervous on us. And oh, so that, that was, was it. A, and then so, that, so that was a regular season game when you did that to Kobe. Yeah, that was the end of that. That was the end of the season. That March oh, shit going okay, in. So we, were, okay. so we were thinking. We were thinking we're going to see them again in the finals. I just wasn't yeah. there the year before, so it's okay. the whole plan. We're supposed to line up in the finals again. Okay. Okay. And then All we. Right. And then you know what I mean? Shitted on the church's money in the Eastern Finals. But yeah. As far as <laughs> attention to detail. Yeah. That yeah. motherfucker gets you attention to detail for sure. Current NBA. Who who are you a fan of? Who are you watching? Teams, players. I, I mean, I'm a fan of the game, but man. KD, uh, my young my young boy uh, Jalen Brown. That's my, that's yes, my young boy. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And he and he always wearing the T Max. That's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, but that yeah, KD, bro. KD is a bad motherfucker. Him, Paul, Killer. him and Paul George and uh, and Kawhi. 
I was looking forward, I was really looking forward to uh, seeing what the Clippers was going to do with the Lakers this year. Yeah. I, yeah. I really wanted to see that. And I, I, I just don't think we're going to get that chance. Gonna have to wait so, so next who, year. Who, who, who you who you had in the finals though? Out of Clippers and Lakers, who you had, had going to I the had, finals? Your well, final had, prediction. My preseason pick. I had Clippers winning the whole thing. Boo. Me too. I, I, had the same I, I thing. just thought I just thought with them the, the killers that they have, and you got Lou Williams coming off the bench, bro. I, I thought they was they was too deep. Then they added more one Adam Morris twins. The, the Morris twins, and then and Reggie Jackson. Come on, bro. They they hella mm -hmm. deep. A lot of dogs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who you had, yeah. Stack? I had the Lakers. Lakers. I, I, yeah, Lakers. I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, Lou Williams would be the, the factor because the teams are very matched up, you know what I'm saying? But I think if they could find somebody to stop AD, the, the, the key X factors to me was going to be if they could find somebody to stop AD and if the Lakers had an answer for Lou Williams. That was my two questions. I just oh. felt like the champ, regardless, was coming out of L.A. I wouldn't yeah. have been surprised yeah. if either of them went, but I thought the champion, with all due respect to, Min uh, to Milwaukee and, and the rest of, you know, Boston was starting to hit their stride. They're solid teams, Toronto, in the East, but I just felt like the championship was going to come to L.A. one way or another. Yeah, I agree. Is there uh, anyone in today's game uh, that, that you mentor or talk to? You know, Kobe was kind of big on starting trying to give back. He spoke on giving back what he learned and his knowledge to this younger generation. How, uh, did you find yourself doing any of that? I talked to Jalen, man. You know, I, I, uh, okay. Jalen trains with me. He, he comes to the house. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I work him That's out. He's come, I talked to him yesterday. He's coming uh, whenever they lift this shit off, man. He's going to come get that work mm -hmm. in. He's going to get in that lab. That's what's up. That's, that's my young boy. Yep. He's an intelligent dude, too. He, I, I didn't really very know so much of him when we had him on the show. Very, but very intelligent sharp. kid, man. Very business savvy. Yes. yes. I was yes. very impressed with the way he just carried himself and embodied. Like, he's like an old soul. Mm -hmm. Very intelligent, but an older spirit. He gets it, man. He, he's very sharp. Yeah. In, in all yes. aspects. He's very sharp. What team would you love to join in today's league? If you could play in today's league, what team would you, would you... If you had a choice to pick a team, what team would you go play for? With the, the current players that are constructed, the highest constructed right now. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, put me in Golden State, bro. Yes, sir. Put me in Golden State. I don't blame you. I don't blame <laughs> Tell you. Tell me why. Talk, talk to me. Why? Talk to me. Man, look. First, you got the greatest shooters in the game on one team. That, that's Clay and Steph. Draymond, playmaker and ability, leadership. You add me to that, who are you going to check? Who the hell Nobody. are you going to guard? I just, hey, that's just, I'm, that's just I'm, like, that's just like KD was on the team. Like you, you couldn't do nothing with them. Can't do nothing with it. You know what I see? I see T-Mac at the point, Jimmy Butler and Embiid in Philly without Ben Simmons. Oh, I love Embiid, <laughs> but we might fight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we might fight, bro. He and Embiid gonna fight. Y'all might fight? <laughs> no, he, he's, he, for real, he, he talented as hell, bro, but he don't be playing yes, like you know what I'm saying? That every night, ain't every gonna night, do it, bro. You gotta bring it. That man got so much talent, yes. bro. I think so much skill. So much, man. I think he got to get in better shape too, man. I love, yeah, I love buddy. that kid's game, but he he, he got to be more consistent and, and get in better shape. He need Giannis attitude. Who would you like to see as a guest on All the Smoke for us? I think y'all need to get 50 on here, man. Ooh, we've been trying. We've been trying hey, to. Hey, so there I, we I've go. been DMing. I've been DMing him. I've been on his page. All he got a lot of. He probably the businessman. So here's how you do. I, I, you need to get my my bro on here, Lorenz Tate. Get Lorenz Tate on here. He's right there in L.A. with you, yeah. Matt. 
and then you could you mm-hmm. got access to get it. You know, Rand's right my there, brother. inside, right there. there. That, that, that's the, the plug. plug right there. Easy, easy call. We're coming for Art, you. Hey, artist a song on repeat right now during this quarantine. I, I play a variety of stuff, bro. I mean, I'm on that Ross. Ross is Ross is my dude. Yeah, <laughs> so underrated. So hey, underrated, hey, dude. It's, uh-huh. it's hard. Ross is uh-huh. my dude, man. He a killer. My dude, so Wayne underrated. And, and Wayne, I listen uh-huh. to that Wayne. We just had Wayne. Shout out, Wayne. We just had him on the show last week. Oh, word? We hear that lighter flick. You know what time it is? We hear that lighter flick. You know what time uh, it is? Weezy F. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you currently binge watching? I just finished Ozark. I'm yeah, watching Matt's it. on that now. Hell yeah, yeah just dope. finished Ozark. I'm watching this show called The Outsiders. Well, actually, I just finished that. Just watched The Outsiders. Homeland. You on Homeland? Homeland, that's, yeah. That's, that's, shout out man. Showtime. That's, that's, yeah. that's our brother. I'm up on that. And I'm watching this show on Amazon Prime called The Hunters. Gotta check that out. The okay. Hunters. Yeah. Check yeah. out uh, nice. Money Heist or oh, All I'm American. Watch, oh, watch that oh. Money Heist. I finished All American already. Yeah. Oh, hold okay, on. All American is dope too. Hold, yeah. huh. hey, hold on. And, and if you're on Amazon Prime, Tracy. Google my movie called. See what I mean? Called, he, uh, see, 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 see how I'm, my I'm shit plugging, ended? I'm he called it. me Tracy, bro. See what I mean? That, that man always called I'm me saying, T-Mac. Always called T-Mac. Always called me. You been saying Tracy, <laughs> so you got me saying Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been saying T-Mac my whole <laughs> life, bro. Hey, I'm Tracy hey, now, bro. Hey, you see how that is? Tracy. Crazy. Hey, no, what I up? I got a movie. Which one? I got a movie on Amazon, Amazon Prime right now, right? And 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 I want you I want you to check it out, right? So it's 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 by it's by me and my uh, brother Boomtown. He did a lot of videos, right? And it, it, it's a it's a southern version of Set It Offs. It's about four ladies. They catch these guys, um, just say all the drug dealers, and yeah. they find a way to rob them. They're not robbing hoods, but they rob them and do some stuff with the money, man. But you got to check it out. I'm, I'm I'm gonna send you the link, and I'm gonna send all that to your phone when we get off here. What's it called? Right. Terrible, you know what, it? what is it called? Called Trill. Trill? Yeah. I think I Amazon see, I Prime. think I came, I think I came across that. You got something to do with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you know okay. what, Stack? I got uh one of your boys you grew up in PA, man. He be bringing one of the, uh, a kid. I gotta get his name for you, dog. He be bringing a kid He's from from, from uh, Nederland or somewhere up there where y'all y'all uh, where you from? Nederland, yeah, Nederland. Nederland. Yeah. He be bringing a kid down. Yeah. Man, this kid, 13 years old, bro, 6'5". Raw mm, talent. Really? 6'5", bro. Yeah, he, he, he's part of my organization. And your man brings him down for me. Bring him to the house. I got to find oh, out dope. his That's name, dope. though. That's dope. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. That's So what is your quarantine snack right now? What's, what's your go-to right now during lockdown? Shit, I, I just eat fruit salad. Fruit salad. That's it? Oh, I actually lost 15 pounds, bro. Cause I'm I'm able to be stable and, and work out consistently. So I'm just yeah. here, brother, chefing it up for me. And I don't eat a lot of junk, man. I only I really only eat hey. like two, maybe three times a day. That's it. I'm not a snack. Yeah, yeah. I I, 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 I messed up too, T Mac. I'm I'm saying Trill, think of Port Arthur. The movie's called Candy. What am I thinking? It's called Candy. C A N D Y. Blame it on the weed, not his heart. 
Candy. Yeah, I said Amazon I'm Prime. From, I'm from Trillville, so I was Trillville. thinking Trill's called Candy. My bad. Hey, man, well, we appreciate your time. Thank you hey, for man, your time. I appreciate y'all. Always y'all good boys, to catch up. Boys, keep doing y'all thing, being the voice for the real ones out here, man. Y'all doing great things, brother. Thank you. Thank man, you, man. We appreciate, appreciate T-Mac, bro. Thanks, oh, love, man. man. I got to come to the studio, though. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, why we, that's why we ain't going too deep into the interview, because we want you to come in the studio where we really can dig into some stuff and all the stuff you got going on off the court. Yeah, we'll do that. Love to y'all, man. man. For sure. Appreciate you, bro. All right, boys. Hey, that's a wrap. Special quarantine edition. Special guest, T-Mac. Tracy McGrady. Good show, Jack. Yeah, breasted. Your shit look good. You need some kind of beard endorsement. Maybe, Hugh, we need to make you a, a, the, the, the brand it. spokesman for Hugh. That's Get it, a, man. There we go. There my brother That's always making sure I eat, man. That's my brother. All right, so we got to make sure. We, we got to start doing a, a beard, some, some beard shit for Jack, because Jack shit look good. That shit blend in right oh, with man. your gray sweater. <laughs> shit look nice. <laughs> all right, man, you can catch this on Showtime, basketball, YouTube, or all platforms, streaming podcasts. All of them. Good job, my boy. Good game, good game, good game, good game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. something about how this place forms a different kind of person. On my high school team, we had five guys make the NBA. We had the county rocking. You mentioned Prince George's County. People know what it's about. It's the mecca of basketball. There are those who come before us upon whose shoulders we stand. Being from this area, you have to have tough skin. The gym became his sanctuary. PG County guy. Provide buckets for America. Prince George packs a lot of power, a lot of character. It's nothing that you can do to stop that competitive edge. We're pushing the community and the culture forward. It's just in the water. 
this life was all I ever wanted. I'm not leaving. Not yet. I was hoping you'd say that. We gotta hit the streets, make some money. People like us must destroy people like him. Buckle up. Get Showtime free at Showtime.com.